At ating nakita last time, we are not coming to, metaphorically, bilang parang larawan, hindi tayo lumalapit sa isang nakakatakot na bundok, sa bundok na hindi man lang natin mahipo, sapagkat tayo'y tinubos na ng ating Panginoong Jesus, tayo ngayon ay lumalapit sa Mount Zion. Again, the heavenly city, heavenly Jerusalem, tayo ngayon kasama ng pagdiriwang ng mga anghel, mga kaluluwa na tinubos sapagkat tayo ay uh, pinatawad ng Diyos sa ating mga kasalanan dahil sa ating Panginoong Jesus. At ngayon, ating itutuloy ito tamang-tama, back-to-back with the Bible class of kanina, Brother Joe, Hebrews 12:28 to 29 na tayo. The last two verses of chapter 12. Hebrews 12, mga kapatid, 28 to 29. Kaya, yamang tinanggap natin ang isang kahariang hindi mayayanig. Magkaroon tayo ng biyaya na sa pamamagitan nito ay makapaghandog tayo sa Diyos ng kalugod-lugod na paglilingkod na may paggalang at takot sapagkat ang Diyos natin ay isang apoy na tumutupo. Tayo po yung manalangin muna mga kapatid. O Panginoon namin Diyos, ngayon po sa aming pagbubulay-bulay sa inyong salita, tulungan niyo kami na magkaroon ng puso na magpakumbaba. Makita namin na yamang kami ay nagmana ng isang kaharian na hindi kailanman matitinag Nawa kami magkaroon ng puso mapagpasalamat at tamang pagsamba sa inyo lamang. Sa pangalan po ng aming Panginoong Jesus. Amen. Isang naluluging restaurant o kainan, dumating ang isang well, so-called problem-solving specialist sa business, si Dr. Justin Wood. At alam nyo, ang pinayo niya sa restaurant na ito na nalulugi at magsasara na kung hindi malulunasan ang kanilang uh, ang pagbaba ng kita. Isa lang ang kanyang pinayo. Sabi niya, tuwing may customer tayong papasok, ang bawat customer na kakain sa restaurant, pasalamatan natin at ipakita natin ang ating gratitude, yung ating thanks sa business na kanilang dinadala sa restaurant na ito. At alam nyo, nangyari, in the first month, first month pa lang, nalampasan nila o lumaki na, na doble ang kanilang kinita. And in three months, record-breaking na yung kinikita ng restaurant na ito. Alam nyo, yung nagugulat yung mga tao. At in fact, ang title ng article na ito, Gratitude as a Recipe for Success with Customers. No? Ginagamit kahit mga di ng palataya. Hindi ito mga ng palataya. Pero they recognize the value of thanksgiving. At nare-recognize to maging sa mundo. Subalit alam nyo ang kulang, walang pagpapasalamat or hindi masyadong nagpapasalamat kung nagpapasalamat sa Diyos. Nagpapasalamat sa tao. Nagpapasalamat sa customers. Pero nalilimutan ang pagpapasalamat sa Diyos. Kaya napakaganda ng ating binasa kanina, ang ating teksto ngayon, ay isa sa mga na-emphasize dito, actually dalawa, pero ang isa doon na mahalaga, ay ang pagiging 
mapagpasalamat. Yamang nakatanggap tayo ng kaharian na hindi mayayanig, hindi matitinag, hindi mabubuwal ang sabi ng manunulat. Ano kasi yung unang salita diyan, therefore. Kaya kaya uh, nakita natin not to Mount Sinai. You are coming to Mount Zion with the blessings of God, with the angels all around this God. Yung mga pagpapala na kay Jesus mismo, the mediator of the new covenant. Therefore, therefore, let us be grateful. So ano yung ating proper response? Ano yung dapat natin gawin since natanggap natin ang kaharian na ito? Nakita natin last time, take heed. Sumunod kayo. Huwag kayong bibitaw. Manatili kayong tapat sa inyong tagapagligtas ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Pero meron ding mahalagang gawain o response tayo. At ito nga yung ating teksto. So, so ang mensahe na gusto nating hanguin dito sa ating binasa, having been saved by Christ. In other words, having inherited this kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us worship with thanksgiving and reverence. Sumamba tayo ng may pasasalamat at paggalang. Ito ang ating karampatang response sa kaligtasan na ating tinanggap. Una sa lahat, mga kapatid, ang ating first point, be grateful or be thankful to God for our salvation and many blessings associated with our salvation. Verse 28, ang sabi ng sumulat, Therefore, no, dahil sa magigiba, yung mga bagay na nakikita, yung mga bagay nila lang magigiba, pero yung ating nilalapitan, isang kaharian na hindi magigiba, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That cannot be Shaken. Now, alam natin magkakaroon ng shaking in the future. Yan yung nakita natin in the past. Mangangatal, kukulog, meron judgment na darating, maghusga ang Panginoon. Nakita rin natin yan kanina sa Bible class. Subalit yung kaharian na doon tayo nabilang ay hindi ito kailanman ma, ma, magigiba. Walang makakapigil sa katagumpay ng kaharian ng Diyos. At yan ang ating blessing, mga kapatid. At itong kaharian na ito, we're talking about hindi ang visible kingdom, hindi ang kaharian sa mundo, kundi walang iba, kundi yung pagahari ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Magahari tayo kasama ng ating Panginoon. Pagsabi sa Bible, 2 Timothy 2 verse 12, If we endure, we will also reign with Christ. Kung tayo ay magpatuloy, kung magtiyaga tayo, magahari tayo kasama ang ating Panginoon. Yan din ang sabi sa Revelation 20 verses 4 to 6 na parang in a sense kasama tayong uh, uupo kasama ng Panginoon sa trono na kung saan kasama tayo in, in a way na we cannot fully understand now pero there's a, in some way kasama tayong mga ngasiwa and even magahari ng ating Panginoon. So napakarami mga privileges na ito na ibinigay. May kaharian tayo, nasa ilalim tayo ng pagahari ni Jesus. We are part of the kingdom, a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And in some ways, pwede rin tayo makabahagi sa administration, if not in ruling that, that kingdom in, in some way. Now, anong dapat response natin? 
Therefore, let us, sabi ng writer, be grateful. Now, yung Tagalog, balikan natin yung Tagalog. Verse 28 kasi sa Tagalog na, uh, ang Biblia Tagalog 2001, kaya tiyamang tinanggap natin ng isang kahariang hindi mayayanig, magkaroon tayo ng, ano sabi? Biyaya. E nasan yung maging mapagpasalamat? No? Para nawala dito yung ating first point, no? Kasi yung isa Tagalog, magkaroon tayo ng biyaya. No? Ayun ang sinabi. Well, that is because in the original, the word thanks or gratitude dito or sabi niya let us be or let us be grateful, that same word means or in Greek is the same word charis, charis, no? Which means, well, charis, grace. No? Yung salita na ito. Now, ayon sa Harvard University uh, website, the word gratitude, sabi ng, webs, ng, uh, ng article na ito, the word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia. O gratia. No? Gratia o gratia. Gratia. So, doon nanggaling sa Latin word, gratitude. Ano? Gratitude. Which means grace. Ito yung alam natin, charis. Gratia, grace, graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the context. Pwedeng gratefulness. Gratefulness. Kaya sabi nga ng isang uh, commentator, we can actually translate this word, let us have grace. Kaya yun ang sabi sa Tagalog. No, magkaroon tayo ng biyaya. Let us have grace. Pero it is an idiomatic expression na pwedeng sabihin din, let's give thanks. At ito yung translate naman ng ating ESV. So, yan yung ugat, mga kapatid, ano, nung mga salita na kapalibot dito. Kaya yung mga translation nyo, tingnan nyo kung ano yung mga versions na inyong binabasa ngayon, baka hindi eksaktong let's give thanks. But, papagunisan, let us have the grace. Pero ang ibig sabihin, it's an idiom, maging mapagpasalama tayo. Gratitude. At kaya yan ang translation ng ESV. Let us be grateful, mga kapatid. Tayo maging mapagpasalamat. Alam niyo yung salitang karis na yan, yan din yung ginamit doon sa Luke 17 verse 9 na ang sabi na after magsilbi yung kanyang mga alipin, sabi ng Panginoon, dito sa parable na ito, sabi ng Panginoon Jesus, does he, yung amo, does he thank or karis? Does he give grace? Or does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded. So hindi naman tayo sala. No? Maraming mga tatalata sa Biblia, example lang yung Luke 17, na yung caris, grace, ay translate din na thank o maging mapagpasalamat. So, so here we see that thanksgiving and worship ay parang kambal. No? Palagi yung magkasama. Na pag may pagsamba, ay kasama dyan yung pagiging mapagpasalamat. At yan ang unang response na sinabi dito ng writer, Therefore, dahil magmamana kayo, nagmana na kayo, here already but not yet, yan nakita din natin last time, nagmana na tayo at magmamana pa tayo in the consummation of history. Let us be grateful. Let us be thankful. Dapat tayo makilala na mapagpasalamat. So, anong application sa atin dito, mga kapatid? Sana, let's always find ways to be thankful to our God. 
Sana palaging may thanksgiving in our hearts tuwing lalapit tayo sa Panginoon. Kaya sa ating mga pulong panalangin, hindi nawawala yung thanksgiving. Palaging nauna yun. Dahil we want to recognize the blessings and the origin of these blessings, our God. And so primarily for our salvation, let's thank God. Nakasali tayo, nakabilang tayo sa kaligtasan. Alam nyo sa ating kapanahonan, bihira na ang tao yung mapagpasalamat. No? Marami na yung mga taong kulang sa pagpapasalamat. At again, hindi lang tayo sa mga mananampalataya. Even ang mundo nare-recognize to. Isang article from Psychology Today na nagsabi, gratitude, sabi ng article, never came easily to us men and women and is a vanishing virtue in modern times. Vanishing virtue in modern times. In our consumerist society, we tend, sabi ng article, to focus on what we lack or on what other people have that we do not have, whereas gratitude is the feeling of appreciation for all that we already have. Ang focus daw ng mga tao ngayon, yung wala sa kanila. Sa halip na sila ay mag-focus sa mga bagay na nasa kanila. Eh kung palagi mong focus, yung wala sa iyo, at nasa ibang tao at nananaghili ka, eh sabi na parang art, ini-imply ng article, eh hindi nga tayo magiging mapagpasalamat. Now of course, Romans 1 verse 21, alam natin na banggit na yan sa banal na kasulatan. For although they knew God, yung mga di mana ng palataya, sabi ni Pablo sa mga taga-Roma, although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God. Or give thanks to Him. Kilala nila eh na may Diyos. Hindi nila inonor, hindi nila sinamba. Or give thanks to Him. So isang tanda ng isang gima na ng palataya ang talagang hindi mapagpasalamat. Even as the world, so ito makikita natin, may parang ano, ano may parang dalawang kampo. Even as the world, values gratitude. Na na-share ko na sa inyo kanina, yung restaurant na dahil lang nagpasalamat, eh nag-improve yung business. Kaya marami rin articles na makikita natin na ine-emphasize yung pagiging thankful. Not to God, but just in general. Again, another article from the Harvard, from that same article kanina sa Harvard University na nagsabi, giving thanks can make you happier. So again, doesn't care they don't care about god about jesus about salvation practical lang giving thanks sabi ng article can make you happier gratitude sabi niya is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives whether tangible or intangible with gratitude people acknowledge the goodness in their lives in the process people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. Ayun pala yung gratitude, ano? You recognize that the goodness you have comes not from within, but from outside of you. Kaya ka-thankful. As a result, sabi pa rin ng article ng Harvard, being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves. 
as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or to a higher power. So again, dito mga mananampalataya, I presume, but they recognize na yung mapagpasalamat na puso allows you to connect even to a higher power. But then, back to ingratitude, in spite of this, napakarami hindi, hindi mapagpasalamat pa rin. Kaya, again, itong isang article naman from, from University of California naman to Berkeley ang nagsabi, given its magnetic appeal, it is a wonder that gratitude might be rejected. Makapagtaka. Bakit ang dami nagsasabi, maganda yung mapagpasalamat tayo? Pero bakit yung iba hindi? Sabi niya, ito, if we fail to, or, or millions make this choice every day to be in great, uh, ungrateful, millions make this choice. Why? Provision or uh, provision, whether supernatural or natural, becomes commonplace. It is easily accepted for granted. Ayan, for granted. Parang dahil common, whether from above supernatural or fellow human people, we take it for granted. We believe, in fact, sabi ng article na ito, that the universe owes us a living para may utang sa atin na dapat gawin ito para sa atin. Losing sight of protection, favors, benefits, and blessings renders a person spiritually and morally bankrupt. Now again, this is the world. This is the world. Ito mismo ang sabi ng mundo. Eh kung yung mundo nare-recognize ito. Pagtingin natin sa banal na kasulatan, eh lalo natin kitang-kita yan. Naalala nyo nung pinagaling ng Panginoon yung mga ketungin, di ba sampu yung pinagaling? Ilan lang yung nagpasalamat? Alam nyo ang kwento, ano? Luke 17 verse 15. Then one of them, one of the ten na pinagaling, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Thanks. So kita nyo pinagtabi yung praising God and giving Jesus thanks. At dito makikita natin talagang kambal ito. Praising God and giving Him thanks. How they're so link, interlinked or intertwined para siyang talagang naka, ano, ano, nakakadena sa isa't isa. And whether in public or private worship, therefore we must be giving thanks to God in all things for this is His will for us in Christ Jesus our Lord. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. And so mga kapatid, sana tayo as we reflect on the kingdom that cannot be shaken, as we, uh, as we uh, uh, appreciate na hindi na tayo lumalapit sa bundok na kung saan kahit hayop na lalapit, eh kailangan patayin. Again, metaphorically or figuratively. Hindi na tayo, in other words, hindi na tayo takot lumapit sa Diyos. May access na tayo by the living blood and the sacrifice of that blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have, having realized all of this, sana ang una nating response, thank God, thank Jesus my Savior, 
thank the Holy Spirit for regenerating my dead, stony heart. Sana yung maging mapagpasalamat, makilala tayo na maging na mga thankful believers in Christ. But then secondly, and tama-tama yung Bible class natin dito, not only just, not only being thankful, I mean, having the grace or being grateful, gratia, but secondly, let us offer acceptable worship. Yan ang unang kailangan, ang ikalawang kailangan gawin. Again, verse 28, tingnan natin yung dalawa na ito. Ano? Therefore, let us be grateful, let us have courage, let us have thanks in our hearts, be grateful for receiving a kingdom that can not be shaken. And, o oh, ito na, no? So, hindi lang mo yung magpasalamat. And, thus, let us offer as we come to Him with thanksgiving. Kaya sa Tagalog, parang pinagsama, no? Thanksgiving and worship. We come to Him. And thus, as we thank Him, parang yung Samaritan na pinagaling, as He praised God, He thanked Jesus, and vice versa, let's thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship. Ayan ang sabi na sumulat. Acceptable worship. That is, giving thanks is part of acceptable worship. And this is what God is looking for. In, in, in John 4, we, we remember, very familiar passage, 4.23 and 24. But the hour is coming, sabi ng Panginoon. And it's now here. The hour is coming. It's now here. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. The Father is seeking such people. Na napakaganda, ano? That God the Father, it is infinite goodness. God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost in their infinite fellowship and uh, love uh, for each other. Parang sinasabi nila, you know, let's open this up. Let's open this uh, love, this fellowship. Uh, before, as if the privacy of God, that He's opening His uh, privacy of this triune God. And let's bring people, people, millions, if not billions of people, to be part of this fellowship of the triune God. At alam nyo kung ano yan? That's worship. Yung pagsamba natin. Yung pagsama natin sa Panginoon. Yung pagkakaisa natin sa, sa Kanya. Bahagi nito ay ang pagsamba. And so mga kapatid, we are called to offer acceptable worship. What is that acceptable worship? To worship God in spirit and in truth. Kaya ang pagsamba natin ay ayon sa banal na spirito or with our, our full spirit and soul at ayon sa katotohanan. Pero hindi pa natapos yan. Diyan ang ating teksto. How should we do that? How, how do we offer this acceptable worship? With, sabi dyan, reverence and awe. With reverence and awe. At ito nawawala ngayon sa ating kapanahonan. And even in their times, Apparently, meron na ring mga mga tao no, no mga miyembro ng kanilang mga iglesia. Kagaya rin ngayon, parang dito sinasabi, realize the greatness of this God. 
This is the same God who will shake everything in this world. This is the same God who will be our judge. And all things will be shaken. And all things will crumble before the might and holiness of this God. Huwag niyong kakalibutan. Yes, mabait ang Diyos na ito. Yes, puno siya ng pag-ibig. Again, that's our topic kanina sa Bible class. But you must come to this God not lightly, yung tinatawag na flippantly, yung parang fini-flip mo lang or parang magaan na parang binabaliwala mo. But worship should be with humility, with holy fear, with holy fear, not with carelessness. And why is this? Verse 29, our last verse. For, why should we come? So, punong-puno yan ng ano, ano, for, yung reasoning dito, masinsin. And part of this reverence, or the reason for this reverence, and awe, this fear, is that our God is a consuming fire. A consuming fire. At ito yung Translation in a way of the very wrath of God that we just studied this morning. Fire. Deuteronomy 4, verse 23, as sabi ni Moses, uh, in the context of the giving of the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, again in the in, in um, front of Ma Mount Sinai or in the foothills of Mount Sinai, as sabi ni Moses, take care lest you forget your covenant or forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which He made with you, and make you, and make a carved image. Pakaigat kayo. Huwag niyong kalimutan ang tipan. Baka gumawa kayo ng mga imahen. The form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden you. Magingat kayo. Huwag kayong sasamba sa Diyos-Diyosan. Huwag gagawa ng mga imahen. Baka makalimot kayo. Why? Verse 24. Deuteronomy pa rin 4. 4. The Lord, Yahweh, your covenant God, the Lord, your God, is a consuming fire. A jealous God. A jealous God? Huh? Mapanibuguin? No, brother, pa, eh, ako napasadahan ito no? sa attributes of God. Jealous God. No, somebody na yung pag-ibig niya na karapat-dapat sa kanya lamang at pagsamba eh, alam niyang ibigay natin sa iba. He's a jealous God in a righteous, holy, and non-sinful way. He is a consuming, sabi ni Moses sa mga tao, fire. At siguro sa kanilang uh, konteksto, napakalinaw nun. Kumukulog, kumikidlat, madilim, andyan ang apoy. Eh, talagang kitang-kita nila at ramdam nila. Now, so God is holy. He will not tolerate sin. Nakita natin yan kanina. Para siyang apoy o liwanag ng, ng araw na pwede magbigay ng liwanag pero pwede rin tumupok bilang apoy. And so, ito yung balance na medyo mahirap. Even though you Christians, sabi ng writer, even though you have so many blessings, pinakita ko na sa inyo, in times past, God spoke through prophets. Now He spoke by His dear Son. Pinakita ko na sa inyo na yung anak na ito is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. He lasts forever. Therefore, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him. 
pinakita ko sa ko na sa inyo that you should look unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, but is now seated at the right hand of God. So ang dami ng mga pagpapala na ipinakita ko sa inyo, pero huwag niyong babawalain ang Diyos na ito. Huwag niyong kakalimutan. Even though this God has taken you to Zion, with all the festivities and worship and joy of being in His fellowship, don't forget one thing. This God is still a consuming fire. Ayan ang balanse na gusto niya. And so, anong application sa atin, mga kapatid? Well, let's always seek this balance. Kaya napakaganda nung ating series Attributes of God, ano? kanina lang din. Let's seek this balance in our view of God. Balansihin natin. Yung ating pagtingin sa Diyos na ito, yan din ang testimony ng ilang kaninang nagsalita sa ating Bible class. Ayon again sa isang article, this is from gotquestions.org uh, na sure familiar sa marami sa inyo. Ang sabi doon, reverence for God is a quality missing. Ayan, a quality missing of, in much of what masquerades as Christianity today. Yung marami raw sa Christianity, so-called Christianity today, one thing is missing, reverence for God. Instead of the kind of reverence we see demonstrated throughout the Bible, modern Christianity has adopted a Jesus is my body attitude. Jesus is my body, yung parang yakbayan mo lang, hey, come on, you're my body. Yan daw yung attitude ngayon sa maraming mga so-called Christian churches. This attitude that grossly, sabi ng article, grossly downplays the holiness, the power, and righteous wrath of the sovereign creator. Reverence does not refer to God. Yung paggalang ay hindi daw tinatawag ang Diyos. The big guy in the sky. Ganyan yung mga iba, ano? Parang pinakikita nila, body-body sila. They're cool with God. He's the big guy in the sky. The man upstairs. And, sabi ng article na to, once he, we truly know who God is, we reverence Him in our hearts. Yung mga tunay na nakakakilala kung sino ang Diyos, alam nyo yung epekto sa kanila? May paggalang. The reverence for this God. Exodus 20 verse 7, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. So ganun katindi, no? yung utos na ito, na wag babaliwalain ang pangalan ng Panginoon. He's holy, exalted, awesome, kaya reverence and all. And therefore, when the threat of this uh, or kahit nakatanggap tayo ng uh, biyaya, kasi yun nga yung binabalance natin, napakaganda ng discussion kanina, no? yung binabalance natin yung katangian ng Diyos. At hindi, pwede tayong mahulog in, on one side to, to the other. No? Pwedeng masyadong mababaw ang pagtingin natin sa kabanalan ng Diyos. Pwede rin namang baliktad. Masyado namang doon nakafocus, very discouraging. So parehong mali, no? On the one side, we presume on the goodness of God. On the other side, 
we emphasize it so much yung holiness and, and righteousness and wrath, we discourage people. So, kailangan natin ng balance dito, mga kapatid. So, bagamat niligtas na tayo ng Panginoon, wala na yung kanyang puot sa atin bilang mga mana ng palataya. Pero yung Diyos na ito remains to be an awesome God. Ating nga napakahirap i-balance. On the way here, kanina lang, we were just listening to Michael Horton, you know, White Horse Inn, uh, parang podcast din. And very interestingly, the fear of God, pinadaanan din, din nila. At sabi nga nila, yung mga dimana ng palataya, they should fear God and His wrath. Pero ang nakakapagtaka, even yung sa mga mana ng palataya, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And so, andun pa rin. So, ano nagbago? Eh, nung una, takot tayo sa Diyos. Ito, akin na lang interpretation. Dito sinabi ni Michael Horton. Yung bago tayo lumapit sa Diyos, bago tayo naligtas, I mean, parang takot na parang nasa Mount Sinai. Takot na malayo sa Diyos. Takot na baka tayo ibulid ng Panginoon sa impyerno. Pero nung niligtas niya tayo, may takot pa rin tayo, pero hindi na takot na baka mabulid sa impyerno kundi takot in the sense of respect and reverence paggalang na ang ating Ama sa langit, ang ating uh, tagapagligtas ng Panginoong Jesus at ang banal na Espiritu remains to be an awesome and powerful and even dangerous God. Huwag natin kalimutan. Even a God who can cast us in hell kung hindi tayo tunay na mana ng palataya. Now the balance is tricky. And that is why ang ating application, let's maintain this balance, mga kapatid. Bala, yung balance sa pagkakilala natin sa Diyos. And so, para sa mga nakikinig sa atin ngayon, na maari hindi pa tiyak kung nakipagkasundo na sila sa Diyos na ito, sana ma-realize natin na ngayon na ang panahon para makipagkasundo tayo. Saan tayo mapapasama? Sa Mount Sinai, figuratively, or sa Mount Zion, sa langit, sa makalangit na Jerusalem. Na kung gusto nating masama sa makalangit na Jerusalem, gusto nating makasama ang Diyos, magkaroon tayo ng kaugnayan sa Kanya bilang Siya ang ating Panginoon at tagapagligtas ang ating Panginoong Jesus. Sana'y ma-realize natin, we must be ready to turn our backs from this wicked world, from the kingdoms of this world. Aakitin kayo ng mundo na ito with pleasure, with riches, with honor, with power. But sana talikuran nating lahat na ito. Pagkat ang Panginoon din ang nagsabi, whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not follow me is not worthy of me. Sana lumapit tayo sa Panginoon in repentance and trust. And so in summary, nakita natin mga kapatid, being part of this kingdom, having inherited this unbelievable, this rich and beyond words, blessings from His kingdom. Let's give thanks as we worship Him with reverence and awe. I think I shared ko na sa inyo before, ang nangyari doon sa 30-year war na tinatawag, 30 taong gera ito, at uh, napakadugo ng gera na to i think between germany and sweden ang nakalaban niya 1618 to 1648 nangyari ito na napaka-bloody na gera uh, yung germany ay talagang na devastate hindi lang ng gera nagkaroon ng famine nagkaroon ng mga plague ng mga sakit in this 30 year 
period. And one of the pastors, a Lutheran actually, by the name of Martin, Pastor Martin, was living in Germany at that time, in Eilenburg, Germany. At dahil sa gera na ito, thousands of thousands ng mga refugees ang nagtago sa kanilang bayan uh, para takasan yung mga Swedish na kaaway nila. At dahil sa, after about 15 years na magsimula yung gera, or sorry, after about 9 years nung magsimula yung gera, or 20 years, sorry, nagkaroon ng plague. So ang dami talaga nilang disaster. May gera na, nag-plague pa. Sa plague na ito, 8,000 uh, people ang namatay. 8,000 doon sa syudad nilang maliit na syudad na yun. At kasama sa mga namatay dito, mismo yung asawa ni Pastor Martin. It was so bad that Pastor Martin naglilibing siya araw-araw ng 40 to 50 dead people a day. 40 to 50. No, siya na rin yung nagpipreside at naglilibing doon sa kanilang uh, lugar na yon. But sa lahat ng mga ito, hindi nawala yung pagiging mapagpasalamat ni Pastor Martin, as you know. And I think you know already kung ano yung kinumpost niya. The hymn that he composed is the second most popular hymn in Germany. Alam niyo naman, Germany, Martin Luther, so a mighty fortress, understandably, is the number one hymn in Germany. But the number two hymn in Germany, sung even when there are national occasions, is the hymn that in 1936, in the very, or 1636, in the very middle of the 30-year war, in 1636, kinumpost ni Martin, Pastor Martin, not for, for, for the 30-year war or for the plague, but simply as a family prayer, a family prayer na kanilang binibikas bago sila kumain. And this hymn is now thank we all are gone. In the midst of famine, in the midst of death, in the midst of war, in the midst of parang kumaisip natin, there's nothing to thank God for. In the midst even of death within his own family. Na composed ni Pastor Martin, one of the most beautiful hymns that we sing. Now thank we all our God. Now thank we all our God, sabi ng hymn, with heart and hands and voices who wondrous things has done. In whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms hath blessed us on our way with countless. Remember, in the context of that 30 year war, in the very context of destruction and famine and death and desolation, Pastor Martin can write with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. At sana sa ating mga puso, in the midst of the instability of this world, in the midst of maraming nakakrumble, even our dreams and ambitions, in the midst of trials that shake the very foundation sometimes of our faith, in the midst of all of this, brothers and sisters, we can thank God for this unshakable kingdom cannot be destroyed, cannot be taken away from us. In the very words of the Apostle Paul, we, I am certain, I am sure, that neither life nor death, neither angels nor rulers, neither things present or things to come, even not powers, not uh, height nor depth, not anything else in all creation will be able to save us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Tayman alam. O Panginoon aming Diyos, tunay nga, 
there's so many things to thank you for. And especially that we have inherited a kingdom that cannot be shaken. At sa aming kagalakan at pagpapasalamat, sana po ay maging tunay kami ng mga tagkasamba ninyo. We were, that we worship in spirit and in truth with reverence and all, and still remembering that you are such a good and loving God, but you're still a consuming fire. Inawa, ilagat niyo ang mga salitang ito sa aming mga puso, sa pangalan po lamang ng aming Panginoong Jesus. Amen.